Uh-huh. All right. Thursday. Thursday it is. Thursday's upon us. <laughs> Guys, let's go. Fabulous 60s. 60s is upon us. Fabulous 60s about to commence. Let's go. Oh, my God. Look at all these weird movies. Journey to Beth Bethlehem. With uh, Fiona Palomo, Milo Monheim, Antonio Banderas, Omid Jalili, Rizwan Manjai, Gino Sagers, Moriah, Joel Smallbone. Ah, where'd it go? Lecrae and Stephanie Gill. It's weird to hear all those names that I've never heard of and then just wedged in the middle there is Antonio Banderas. Director Adam Anders. Go behind the scenes with extras of Journey to Bethlehem. Meet Mary and Joseph. Fig the Donkey. I just... I see that it has a lot of uh, positive reviews, so... Oh, I don't even know. What is the... Rotten Tomatoes? It's a, well, there's only three reviews. The magic of movies does depend on a certain suspension of disbelief, but Journey tests the viewer beyond rational credulity, even as it persists in asserting the reality of its existence. Uh, that was from Glenn Kenny, New York Times. Uh, Peter De Bruges from Variety says, A competent, if undistinguished, directorial debut with the least edgy retelling of the nativity story around, which is essentially what the faith-based audience has been asking for. Randy Myers of the San Jose Mercury News says, a, sap a snappy, not sappy, a snappy, satisfying, seasonally appropriate gem. Oh, I'm just stretching my foot. Complete with wisecracking three wise men. And the only reason I see this movie... And good day to you all. It's Thursday. It's December 14th. Uh, it's only 79, 10, 10 days. Yeah, 10 I can't believe I had to like count that. 14th to the 24th, 25th. Like 14 plus 10 is 24, stupid. Here I'm looking at the calendar going, oh, let's see, one, two, three. How many days until Christmas? Uh, I was just, I, I like to look and, and see what the new releases are for movies uh, oh my god, oh my, my leg is still, I'll tell you about that, I'll talk about that some more in just a second, because I know you're tuning in to hear more about my sciatica, but I, I, you know, you see all these movies, and like, The Sound of Freedom, which has like, the, <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes score is 57%, but then the, the, uh, the idiots, uh, yeah, all the all the QAnon people are like five star, five star. Even though it's been proven that like the guy, it's like a lot of this movie is just complete fabrication, complete fiction. And it's and it's weird how like they take that stand. The people reviewing this are like, some people just don't seem to care about children. <laughs> no, some people just don't seem to care about movies presented as fact that are not fucking fact. Which brings me back to the <laughs> the, the the Bethlehem one, uh, where the, the the journey to Bethlehem. What are the? There aren't really a lot of review. I I just 
anyway, I, I like to look at these iTunes, uh, you know, the new releases, and you and there's like there's a lot of these weird sort of movies that you realize are I, I, I don't even know, I don't even know, and it's here's Journey to Bethlehem. I'm gonna put the trailer on. Your father has always known you're special. Nothing will change that, Mary. The greatest story Mary, we ever. Are ready. The music play. What? Oh my god. It's a musical? I feel like we're already friends, no? Oh my god. Mary, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. This has got to be... This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. It's hard to have faith. It's hard to believe. Look at the star. Oh my god. This is it. Let's <laughs> If there's one thing Christians love, it's horrible, horrible music. Wait, what did I miss? He said something. A divine king is to be born in your land. Oh, okay. Oh, that guy, Riz. Uh, yeah, okay. Why would I help find a new king in my kingdom? <laughs> Weird. Put it that way. Perhaps we should go. What is the exit? It's going to be a king. Everyone wants my crown. I want the mother found. Don't have to be good. Huh? I'm Joseph, not the only one who's chosen for this. You have a choice. Joseph's like, okay. Whatever you need me to do, Mary. He's like fucking. He's like the Millhouse of this whole story. I do. I will. Yes, of course. Yes. Dance and rejoice in an epic musical journey. Oh my lord. Fig the donkey. Weird, man. Wow. Live action. Oh, okay. Yeah. A young woman carrying unimaginable responsibility. A young man torn between love and honor and uh, a head scratching what the fuck of it all. A jealous king who will stop at nothing to keep his crown. This live action Christmas musical celebration for the entire family weaves classic Christmas melodies into new pop songs in a music infused retelling of the timeless story of Mary and Joseph and the birth of Jesus. A unique new entry into the collection of holiday classic movies. This epic Christmas musical is unlike any before it. I I might have to buy this. <laughs> This, that, that is going to be some good uh, taffy viewing, I think. Oh, shit. Do I have a meeting right now? Wait a minute. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Okay. 15 minutes. Oh, it's it's early. I just dropped the kids off and uh, came home and I, I said, you know what? I can't, I can't keep waking up in like agonizing, excruciating pain. 
And of course, huh, interesting. Now that I have, uh, now that I have, of course, see, this is what I do. This is what happens. This is my method. So I had no real intention of like going to the doctor for this, uh, this nerve pain thing. Cause like, you know, we've had, you've had it before. I've had stuff like that before where it's like, oh yeah, that's like a pinched nerve kind of thing. And typically I just wait a couple days, take a few hot showers, put a, a heating pad or a cold pack, depending on what the needs are. And, you know, within a few days, a week tops, it's, it's pretty much gone. And, but this is the first time that I'm like waking up and, and just thinking, oh my God, it lying down is painful. Trying to roll over to find a comfortable position is painful. Finding that comfortable position is nice for the 30 seconds or so that it's comfortable. And then it goes back to being very painful. And I'm, I'm, have, I'm having Advil and Aleve like fucking Skittles. Not really, not quite, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm being pretty, pretty liberal with my intake of, uh, of anti-inflammatory things. Uh, and, uh, I, today I just said, I, I was driving the kids to school and I was just like, uh, last night I took a long hot shower. I mean, like it felt so good, like not scalding hot, but as hot as I could possibly tolerate. Like hot tub hot, but even though maybe a little, probably around a you know a little hundred and something. I don't know if I had to guess as far as temperature Fahrenheit. And uh, I just let the you know the shower thing. I just held the little shower head dealy thingy up to my back up to my ass and my leg like just the whole the whole area that that nerve you know goes down through my leg and my feet and all that stuff and I just uh, probably at least 20 solid minutes just stood in that shower with that hot water blasting and it felt fantastic and I got out of the shower and it you know I felt pretty good and uh and then I went downstairs, I had a little dinner, it was already late because, uh, you know, I had to change some things that, uh, that I shouldn't have had to change and I, work, work wise. And, um, you know, people sometimes don't understand that, like just making a small change to one thing, the, the fucking ripple effect, the domino effect that it has on a million other things. And so it could take like two, three hours for somebody to make all the other changes that go along with that one change, especially when everything uh, needs to be done yesterday and we don't have time to, to automate things and so we have to do it manually and then we have to go back. It's, yeah, anyway. Uh, which is why I have this fucking pain in the first place because I do so much sitting because I can't, I just can't leave. I'm just chained to this desk. Uh, so it's just a nice little, it's really just like a nice jail cell that I've, <laughs> that I've built for myself this uh but it's uh, at least it's not the apartment jail cell that I was in until last February <laughs> so I I finally today I'm taking the kids to school and it's just I, I'm just absolutely in agony and and there was a car in the right lane putting on his turn signal like several blocks before there was even the ability to turn so I went around the person 
Like, I don't know what's happening. I just, I need to make this light. I need to get the kids to school so I can get home so I cannot be sitting in this car because it's so painful. And, uh, and I have the heated seat on and all that good stuff. And that, that does feel good. But, uh, yeah, I, I went around this car that was turning and then the light turned red and I had to move and I basically had to cut this person off and I felt terrible, but not that terrible because I don't care. I'm in so much pain. It doesn't matter. So I got the kids to school, dropped them off, came home and said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can make a doctor's appointment. So what I did see was <laughs> I, uh, I went onto the, my chart app where you can make an appointment. And I, uh, first I went onto the website and I'm click, clicking, clicking, click here, click here, click here, click here, click, 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 click. And I'm like, I can, I, let me just do this on the app. And you're saying to yourself, why didn't you just call? Because you're not going to talk to a person. You're just not. It's just not going to happen. And if you do talk to a person, well, let's get to that. So I go on the app because I'm not a new patient. I'm a returning patient. And I've I've scheduled many an appointment on the My Chart app. And uh, and so I went on the app and I it said, you know, select your preferred dates. I selected tomorrow. Like, get me in tomorrow. I know. I know. It's uh, like jerky. So... For some reason, my phone silenced. The nurse called back and left a voicemail, and I didn't. The phone didn't ring. It didn't do. It was nothing. So I, the nurse said, "Hey, give give us a call back. Here's the number." I called back, and it's just the it's the main number that puts you right to the auto attendant, which I love. Everybody loves, and uh, and of course, the final option. It's like press one for prescription refills. Press two if you're a new patient. Press three for the blah, blah, blah. all this stuff, and I'm like, when when do I get to press the button that puts me to a person who can just help me get a fucking appointment on my fucking calendar, so somebody can just look at this fucking thing and tell me that I have a fucking uh, exactly what I know I have, and then just say, yep, just go take some Advil and wait it out, <laughs> and so I can waste time and money uh, getting right back to where I already am. But at least I'll have a doctor tell me the same shit that I already know. So I feel a little bit better about that. Actually, no, I won't have a doctor tell me that because there are no doctors at my doctor's office. Because doctors don't exist anymore, evidently. Uh, it's, it's, anyway. Uh, uh, so, uh, oh man, every so often I'll just, I'll like, oh, I'll just hit the right magic spot and it feels so good. Yeah, but it's fucking, it's, ugh. Anyway, so, so I go on the app, try to schedule something, nurse calls back, I don't hear it because it doesn't ring, I just, I had my phone in my hand, I, let me just, I was sitting on the fucking toilet playing Wordle, that's what I was doing, I was, my phone was in front of my face, and then when I got out of the bathroom, it said, one, uh, it said, uh, call silenced, and voicemail. It's like, what are you, are you silencing my calls when I'm on Wordle? What's the deal? So, uh, yeah. And the nurse said, well, please call back. So I called back. And as I said, I'm waiting. Option one, do this. Option two, do this. Option three, option four. Option, And then finally, it's like, if you're calling to speak to uh, one of our receptionists, uh, please stay on the line or press zero. I press zero. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, 
all of our receptionists are busy assisting other patients. <laughs> if you'd like to leave, either please stay on the line, or you can leave a message, and I'm like, oh, f I'll just fucking stay on the line, whatever. So I stay on the line. Who's opening? Why do we open fucking meetings five fucking minutes before they fu We don't have to fucking... Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll be there in five minutes when the meeting starts. So, uh, so I finally get through to somebody. Please stay on the line. I'm like, I'll just, I'll hold. I'll wait. Might as well. Because if I leave a voicemail, that's, it's just going to be back and forth and I'm never going to have an appointment. So, so I, I, I wait and I wait. And then finally somebody picks up one of the, one of the front desk people. They have two or three usually at any given time. And, uh. Picks up. Yep. Uh, hi. I uh, I tried to schedule an appointment on my chart, and uh, I I received a phone. I had a voicemail, and I'm I'm calling back. <laughs> so what's your, what's your name? What's your number? What's your date of birth? Blah blah blah. Okay. Oh, the nurse called you. Let me put you through to the nurse. I'm like, oh. I okay. I just I just. But can you just can't you just schedule? <laughs> It's just a just schedule me. I don't need to. I don't think I need to talk to them. I just just can you just can can okay oh and yeah okay and uh, and so I wait and I wait and I wait and I don't mind because I'm gonna talk to the nurse and the nurse is gonna tell me when I can come in, which is hopefully tomorrow or even today would be fine. I could do it today. And I wait and I wait. And the receptionist comes back. And the receptionist says, I'm sorry, the nurse... Uh, the nurse is on the phone with somebody else. I'll tell her you called. Uh, it looks like she was calling to ske uh, about scheduling. I said, yes, as I, as I indicated in the very first thing that I said was I'm calling to schedule an appointment that I tried to schedule on my chart, and then you guys called me back. Oh, well, the nurse called you back. Like, what difference is it? Can somebody put me on the calendar? I Listen, if it has to be a fucking week from now, so be it. Maybe I'll be healed by then and I won't need to waste my time. But can anybody do anything? I mean, this is the same place that uh, when I was trying to get my CPAP machine for sleep apnea after I took a sleep test. They're like, here's a list of all the providers. You'll need to call each of them individually and see if they have any inventory and if they take your insurance. Or actually, no, you have to call your insurance and get a list of in-network providers and then call them and see who has uh, available inventory. I'm like, I have to do all that? I'll bet I get, why don't I just go on eBay and get a goddamn CPAP machine? Because it'll take less time. And it'll probably be less expensive, even though I, I mean, I haven't paid anything for the CPAP machine, nor will I. They, they have, you know, they monitor the CPAP to make sure you have it on for at least four hours a night. Otherwise, insurance won't pay for it. And, uh, you know, and they don't care if, let's say, you have a cold and you're so stuffed up that you just, you can't, you can't breathe through your nose, so you're not going to use the machine because you'll just be breathing through your mouth anyways. Or you have a sciatic nerve that's making it hard to exist. And, uh, and, and yes, you do fall asleep with the CPAP machine on, but eventually lying on your back is just not an option. So you have to roll over and you have to take the machine off. They don't factor that in. They're just looking at data. Because we're, 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 we're a data-driven society in the sense that we, we like to use data 
when it serves our purpose. <laughs> if the data is not data that we like, then the data is fake news. Unless it's the data that's telling us what we want to know. And then it's so anyway, so the insurance company could come back and be like, yeah, you're not wearing it enough and we need to charge you for it. At that point, I will say, okie dokie, I will be taking this machine back to the place, and uh, thanks for nothing. Thanks for being so fucking under... How much do I pay you guys every month? How much do... Uh, well, my wife, because it's on her It's her insurance. She's got great insurance. Uh, how much How much do we pay every month? Like, <laughs> my wife's paycheck is almost a wash because of how much the insurance costs. And somehow $400 or whatever it is for this machine is, uh, you can't do it because I'm not, I'm not meeting your expectation. Like, God damn it. I fucking use it. Like if it's, if it's showing that I'm using it for even two or three hours a night, isn't that, doesn't that tell a story like, Hey, the guy's trying. And sometimes it's eight hours. Sometimes it's seven hours. Sometimes it's zero. Sometimes it's one. It's just, like, there isn't a consist like, it just, so anyway, <laughs> so, so yeah, the nurse, the nurse is going to call me back, let's see, I'm just, I'm just going to keep staring at my phone because I'm, I'm terrified, oh, is it 9.30, shit, all right, I'll come back in a sec, I'm terrified that I'm going to miss the call, but anyway, that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. Trying to, this is why, you know, scheduling doctor's appointments is, you need to take a day off just to play phone tag with these fuckers. And it's not even a doctor. Why are there so many people lining up to see no doctor? And I'm one of them, so uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, I just hit stop on that about an hour ago. Uh, yeah, geez, it has been, it's been almost an hour, I think. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh my God. Got some good stretching sort of exercises and things, uh, from a number of, been looking at a number of YouTube videos. I know, I know, but honestly, what's, uh, what's the difference if I look on YouTube or go to a non-doctor to have them, I know there's still medical professionals, even though it's not it's a physician's assistant and all that stuff. They went to school, they've trained, they know stuff. <clears throat> so whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'll go to the, I'll go to the not doctor and have them tell me probably a lot of what I've already. <laughs> I've already uh, ascertained uh, just by living inside of this body that's in excruciating pain. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so it's, it's it's been almost an hour. You didn't hear it. I, I stopped and I came back. And uh, in during that time, uh, zero phone calls from the, from the doctor's office. I don't know what else to call. I call it doctor's office because it's easier. There are some doctors there. Uh, my kid's pediatrician is a, is a medical doctor and she's fantastic. She's really good. Uh, Dr. Donuts or <laughs> Dr. Donuts, as we say, that, that's how we were, we were able to remember her name. Cause our, our other uh, doctor left a few years ago, uh, to move to a different practice and she was fantastic. She was excellent. 
And uh, and this one's very good too. Uh, but we couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't remember because all of our uh, there's just there's just so much turnover in that field. It's not like the old days. Growing up, you go to the doctor. It's the same unless your parents move you to another doctor. You just have the same doctor. The doctor might move to a new place because the old place wasn't big enough and they had to open a nicer, newer place. But it's still just your doc. Dr. Phelps was my doctor for the longest time and then he until he wasn't. And I don't remember why we left. It wasn't up to, you know, we, we left. And then I went to this guy, Dr. Uh, what the hell was his name? Dr. Levine. And he was a fucking asshole but he was a really good doctor so i didn't care and and then he had to close his practice because he had a number of sexual assault allegations so that was the end of dr levine and uh and honestly if i still lived in new york dr gaylord would probably still be my i think uh probably senior i, I was in high school when we started going to Dr. Gaylord, because he was one of my dad's students. He was like a, a fresh-faced, brand new, uh, I don't know how old he was, probably, yeah, he was probably in his late 20s. And that was 20-some-odd years ago. And uh, yeah, who knows, he could be retired at this point for all I know. He was excellent. Uh but yeah, he was he was one of my dad's students, so that's that's why we went there. And he was yeah, he was very good. And we were still going to him. I mean, my my oldest went to him for you know until we moved. And even after we moved, we kept we would come. I would schedule doctor's appointments on our visits home, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and such, so that uh, we could we could keep going. But then it just you know you can't do that forever. Uh so anyway. But, but at this place, we've been in the same practice for the last eight years since we moved here. And I have seen one, two, three, four, five. I think there's been five different. This is off the top of my head. There might even be more. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's been five different people. And, uh, and my kids, fortunately, this is only the second pediatrician, but... You know, they they don't nobody nobody wants to pay anybody any money. The only people that are uh, that are getting money are you know shareholders and uh, and the people at the way up at the tippy top. They don't want to pay. You know that's that should be the thing when everybody's saying nobody wants to work, nobody wants to work. Dur, dur, dur. They should be saying nobody wants to fucking pay anybody what they're worth. So why would they? They don't want to work for you, you fuckhead. My uh, my therapist moved out of the network entirely because there there was so much bureaucratic fucking nonsense, and she went and opened her own practice. And now she's in a nice office, and she's overwhelmed with patients, new and existing, which is a good problem to have. Um, and she's a, a million times happier than the last time I, you know, when before she moved. So good for her, good for them. I can't fault anybody. But God damn it, why why does nobody want to just fork over a few bucks to keep people happy? 
We want, we have this whole thing where we have to pay people as little as possible. Just enough to make them not want to leave, although that's not even the case anymore. We want to pay them even less than that. And if they do leave, who cares? We'd rather spend all the time, effort, and money, 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 money that it takes to hire somebody to replace the person that we underpaid who left us because they weren't happy with their pay. And it's like, it's the medical field, like, Pay teachers more money. Pay pay nurses and doctors more money. Yes, I said doctors. Some doctors, I, like, uh, who, who would want to be a doctor? Uh, guy, guy that I lived with, uh, we all lived in a house in college, and he was, it was either his dad, I think it was his dad, or his best friend's dad. Who was a surgeon? He was talking about like in the eighties. You know, he was he was making like well, well, well into the six. You know, four five hundred thousand a year as a surgeon, and then and this was like two thousand one, two thousand two. He was making a fraction of that. I don't know, man. I think we should uh, the people who. <laughs> the people who treat us for medical issues and the people who teach those people and give them the tools and skills early in life to go on and become uh, great successes in, in whatever field, medical or otherwise, like maybe we should just like teach, we should just pay them. Minimum wage has been the same since forever. Every, the cost of everything has gone up exponentially and everybody's being paid the same or less than they were. Like, fuck you, man. Fuck shareholders, fuck billionaires, fuck all that shit. Anyway. <laughs> ah ha ha! Enough about that. I'm, I'm just in such a fucking... I'm, I'm in such a terrible mood. And then I come in and I see, like, comments in files where I'm tagged and then everybody else on the planet is tagged for something that could have been fixed in a few seconds and nobody had to be tagged. We don't have to tag everybody. This one and that manager and this one and that one. And then they tagged Santa Claus and they tagged my parents and they tagged my kindergarten teacher and they they tagged my mailman. Like, we don't have... They tagged the fucking cat. Like, Stop. Just come directly to me and I can give you the answer rather than you have to write an essay speculating on Like, stuff, we just fucking can't get out of our own goddamn way. We can't not make things fucking as, as challenging and complicated as we can when they don't have to be. But we just can't, we can't do that. When, there, when people have run out of things to talk about in the meeting, we can't just say, okay... Well, I guess that's it then. The meeting's over. We can we don't have to be here this whole time. We finished in 30 minutes instead of 60. And instead, they're like, well, while we're here, I want to talk about a completely separate topic and uh, and we're going to be on for another 2 hours. Like we just just fucking stop for a sec. We don't have to do all the things that we think we have to do. So, you know, after all of last week working these ridiculous hours and having a fucking shooting pain keeping me up at night as a result 
And then coming in, and one of the comments was, like, last night I had to make all these changes. And it was, as I mentioned, it stemmed from one little thing, a couple little things here and there. And it was it was two or three hours worth of work because people don't realize that this, like, a change here, now I have to update every every PowerPoint slide. And PowerPoint slides are not Excel. Yes, you can link things. And that's, it's Microsoft, so it can be a bit of a mess sometimes, all the time. Um, so yeah, you it's, it's like, I had to go. So I, I missed one little thing where I had, I had copied something. Because I had, I had everything under one bucket, one category. And I realized, oh, it should be two categories. And I have to move, uh, of the four things that I have in this one category, it now needs to be two categories. And three of those items can stay right where they are, and one of them can move to the other one. And uh, and I had to wrong. I, I copied and pasted and forgot to change uh, whatever the number from two to one. And so, what's the only thing that anybody noticed of all of hours and my entire week last week was spent on this stuff. My entire last night where I had planned, I said, oh, good. I won't be bothered. I can get this other thing done that I've been trying to do for weeks. Nope. Now I got to work on this thing. And it, it took the whole night. And by the time I was done, it was it was time for bed. Yay. And so to come in and say, how come it says two instead of one or one instead of two? Like, I don't know. Could it be that I'm here? Did you look at the other literally 50 other slides that are perfect did you look at the, 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 it's just it's it, you could figure out by looking you you had me change this so i did and i missed one thing it's that's that's fucking why <sighs> and then the other thing the other thing why does it say this and i had to go back to the screenshot from last week when this person told me Write this exact thing for any instance where X, whatever. doesn't matter the specifics, but here's here's what this needs to be. You need to write this down for these this category of things. Okay. And then how come it says this? Because you fucking told me to. You tell me. It says it because that's those were your instructions. And if I have to go and change it to something else, that is really going to suck a big bag of dicks. Let's see. My phone. Uh, nope. Nope. No new messages. No calls. No t nothing. So, yeah, I, I, I can see where this is going. And it's probably going in a direction that sees me uh not going to the doctor or being or being like uh you know cured of my ailments before i even get a chance to meet with the doctor oh my gosh either way it's just it's just it's so frustrating and then on this call hey can you go through every single slide on this other deck and and just do this and it's such a like non-thing I'm like, yeah, okay. And then in between all that, uh, what's the status on, and it's a thing that I haven't even 
thought about starting because I, you know, but it's a thing that I have to do pretty much on a weekly basis and I've had it done and off to the right people every week at the time that it's expected. And so I guess I get, I do get upset when I'm like, it's like, do you, you, you know, you can rely on me. I haven't, I haven't missed a deadline. I haven't not done my job. And so I know you feel the need to ask every week for the thing that I always deliver on time every week, but you don't. You don't have to. You can just, eh, just, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway. So anyway. Uh, yeah, it's just this fucking holiday break can't get here soon enough. And I'll tell you, I are, I, I'm just, I'm just dreading, uh, I'm just dreading the fact that it's, I know it's going to be blink and it will be over. And it's only a week. I, I always, you know, we think of like, for some reason, I always have it in my head that it's like, oh, it's the Christmas break. And so it's going to just, ah, nice long break. It's not. A week is nothing. A week sucks. <laughs> a week is nothing. It's, well, it's better than nothing, but it's, uh, you know. <sighs> It's just not enough. I have this, I've had this fantasy of like, if I was at a job where they said, hey, we're being, uh, we're merging with this other company and you're all being laid off. But if you, if you stay to the end of, I, I don't know what the date is, whatever. If you stay until January 31st, that'll be the last day of your employment and the new company is being very generous, and everybody gets two years of severance. <laughs> like how? But but honestly, how fucking sad is that? That like my fantasies are around losing my job, not around losing my job per se, but losing my job in such a scenario where I'm giving given a ridiculous amount of severance. I'm a contractor, so severance is not a thing that I. <laughs> that I, but but I just have a the fantasy is I just work for this no name company, and uh, and like a month ago uh, the boss had a conference and said I'm sorry we're all done we're all finished. Now you can of course you can resign if you get a new whatever you can do whatever you want but if you stay until this date you will get a big severance package if you leave before that you won't. And so then I just say okay I'll stick around for the severance and I'll. T- I knew somebody one time that I worked with and she was telling me about her dad had, who was already like semi-retired, but he, he, uh, I I forgot what he did. It was, it was somebody that he knew, a a former colleague or a former manager or somebody that he worked with before who started his own company and, and asked like, Hey, can you be a part of the, can I hire you to do, you know, whatever? I, I don't know if he was a project manager or I don't remember exactly. So we had him there for about uh, I don't know a couple couple years, two three years, something like that, to to get the company going and to, to you know manage projects and whatnot, and uh, and they they got what they needed out of him and then said okay we're gonna um, we're gonna get and then they gave him they they gave him like two years worth of severance. They're like thank you so much for coming out of retirement to help us do this and for, you know, devoting so much time to this and your reward is we're just, we're going to pay you for another two years. Like, oh my God, what a thrill. 
I've had I've had severance twice, and the first time it was three months, and that was a thrill. <laughs> Except I squandered it by getting a new job the Monday after uh, my my severance began, and so I I could have enjoyed uh, a, a nice long summer vacation, which I will that that will all forever be one of my my biggest regrets in life. I think, but eh, whatever. <sighs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just in, I'm in such a fucking, it's this, it's, it's entirely this, uh, this, you know, when your back is out for three weeks and then you get a couple of days that feel okay, but then, but then your stupid idiot dickhead fucking lawn guy doesn't return your texts as I've mentioned a few times. And so you just go out and you, you clean the leaves and everything yourself and then you you spend too much time on that, so it fucks you up. And then it's I, like it's hard to not be grumpy because I've I've been in uh, you know a, a certain varying degrees uh, of excruciating pain for about a month. And look, I I don't know how I, some of these people have this shit for years and years, and I don't I don't I don't know how because I'm I'm ready to throw. I like I don't know what to, I, I don't I don't know what to do. Like I just. You know, when when the back goes out, like I said, when the back goes out, it sucks and it can be very painful and it can be hard to walk. It can be hard to do things, hard to get out of bed. Like I've had times where like I can't get out of bed. Like I just throw my feet on the floor and just sort of like fall out of bed onto my feet and uh, and just slowly get it just sucks. And, uh, and then I have times where, um, yeah, I, 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 getting off the, tra- I remember getting off the train, commuting into work on the train and just not being able to get even remotely comfortable and just absolute the longest train ride in history. And then getting off the train onto the train platform at North station, taking a few steps forward and being in such sharp, stabbing, horrendous pain that I didn't know if I would be able to walk any further. And then I lean up backwards against a, one of the pillars and just stand there until I feel like maybe I can walk. But the thing about that is... The thing about that is... Um, you know, I can sit down and feel okay. You know, and then and then you get up and it's like, Ugh, that's 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 sore. Or I can get in bed and feel like, ah, ah, sweet relief. I can just lie here and be comfortable. But this goddamn nerve thing is like it's the only thing more painful than lying down is sitting. So. And now I can feel my leg because I've just been standing for like, I don't know, since Saturday. <laughs> I've just been standing all week and, uh, I would really, I'd love to sit down. I could, here, I'm going to, you know what? Let me have a seat. See what happened. I'm sitting. Hold on. Let me get the, uh, here goes the desk. Down periscope. Down desk. Here comes, oh, I, I already feel like I need to stand up. Like, I... 
Okay. All right. All right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Ah. Uh, yep. Just sitting here, enjoying. Ah. Uh, how long was that? Ten seconds? Twenty? Thirty seconds? Ah. Uh, yep. Sitting is not a problem. Feels good. Ah. Uh, what if I just sit up straight? See, I saw a thing on YouTube where the guy, ah, uh, he's like, get two chairs, sit in one chair, and the leg that's in pain, you stretch it straight across the other chair and sit up straight. And I'm like, dude, I've been doing variations of that all week. Not necessarily with two chairs, but with like something and, you know, extending my legs. To like, uh, it's good to have an expert tell you the right ways to do things, but like, I don't know. You you also I know my ah fuck. I know my body pretty well. And I know what, you know, what to do, what not to do as far as ah oh, that feels good. Ah, that hurts. Okay. Ah. All right. Okay. All right. Let's let's stand back up. Up we go. That was a nice uh, a nice sit down. We had a nice uh, had a nice sit down, T. Tony, we got to have a sit down. But Johnny, she was a hua. She was a hua. I keep thinking I'm going to go back and watch Sopranos again. Uh, I, let's see. Is that about... No, let me go up a little bit more. Let me raise it. That's good. That's good. All right, 38.4. Let me put this as my... Does that work? Ah. Oh, I have to hit the memory button. Memory four. So if I hit three, it'll go back down to my good my setting. Yep. And then if I hit four, it'll go okay. So now I now memory there's four memory uh, presets. Uh, preset number one is where I like to have it uh, when I'm standing and working. Preset two is where uh, I originally had the desk when I was sitting, and then preset three is where I've where I now like to have the desk. I don't know what changed exactly, but I just is where I. Oh, I think because my shitty chair wouldn't uh, stay up as much as I liked it, so I had to move the desk back down lower. And now preset number four is the perfect spot, the perfect height for doing a podcast standing up. Even though I... Uh, what if I kneel on a chair? Uh, ah, ah. <laughs> nope, nope. Because the chair has wheels. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. Oh, well, there's, there's so many options and each one worse than the last. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, WWE? Royal Rumble is looking good. Uh, CM Punk and Seth Rollins, good, good heated exchange between the two of them on Monday night. Um, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good match when that happens. Uh, presumably at WrestleMania, it's it's a it's pretty crazy. Like anytime a, a big name returns to the company or they, they give him Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes came back, Seth Rollins. Uh, 
Shinsuke Nakamura comes back for the first time in a while. New sort of persona. Seth Rollins. Although I wish... I wish... Uh, I, I just hope at some point they give Shinsuke Nakamura the world title. Come on. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to keep up. I love I love wrestling right now. I love WWE right now. AEW I haven't been as into. Um, they had that big... I, I feel like... And I hope this isn't the case. I mean, it's, you know... I hope they're around for a long, long time, but... I feel like the, uh, I don't want to say jump the shark, but I feel like the Wembley Stadium show, it just had, it's like they kind of peaked in a lot of ways. And they've had, you know, they've had great pay-per-views since and all that stuff. And the, there's there's no uh, questioning the quality of the in-ring product. I just feel like, man, there's there's some matches that they give away that should be like, they should have a big buildup. We should have to wait to see these matches. Like, wh- why are they not? I don't know. Eh, we're all uh, armchair wrestling bookers, right? Like, you know, we got we got Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Like, what a, a couple weeks after Danielson uh, came to the company, and they haven't had a rematch. I, maybe they had one rematch somewhere, but like, how has that not been? They just, I, I, I feel like other than maybe Edge and Christian who we know, who have a built-in... But they they have a built-in feud because they're they're building off of the stuff that they did in WWE. Adam Copeland shows up in AEW and it's immediately he's in a program with Christian. It's like, nobody would care about this if they didn't have so much history in another company. So, and they're doing new things. It's, it's different and I, I think Christian Cage... Is uh, one of the one of the real bright spots in AEW currently. I mean, he really he's like doing the best work of his career uh, on the microphone. I mean, in uh, two years ago, he had that match with Kenny Omega where he won the the TNA title. I think and that was a great match. I think that was the first episode of the Friday Night Show Rampage. Uh, it's one of like three episodes of Rampage that I've actually watched because it's just there's just too. Too few hours and too many wrestling things. And, uh, oh, what's this? Am I miss? No, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, and MJF, I don't even, listen, I haven't, I'm trying to catch up on AEW, so I don't even know what MJF is up to these days. Uh, other than he, he's in that, uh, Von Erich family movie where, uh, they had the premiere, and uh, and he and John Cena were posing for pictures together and have a little chat, which is which is incredibly interesting. And uh, Tony Khan is probably shitting himself looking at that footage, but but also Tony Khan has to know that it is it's quite inevitable that uh, that MJF will be in WWE someday, probably sooner than later. Um. I would assume that he has a, a you know a decent contract in place because I would that's that is a homegrown talent that yeah that is a franchise talent he's your world champion he's you know one of the stars of today and the future and uh, I, you know I, I would be doing what I could to keep him around that's for sure 
Um, yeah, it's just uh, uh, AEW was like it was it was starting out that way where it was like okay they got a couple you know Jericho and Dean Ambrose and Cody Rhodes and 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 a few other you know the Stinger for like a big name legend and uh and 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 like Jake the Snake but using him in a good you know as a mouthpiece for for an upcoming wrestler you know that was all I I really liked all that stuff and then other than that it was like okay these are people who are maybe established in Japan maybe established on the indie scene but the mainstream fan who's going to tune in on TBS on a Wednesday night doesn't know Kenny Omega doesn't know the Young Bucks doesn't know MJF doesn't know this one and that one and uh you know, Darby Allen, they've done a good job with him as one of the sort of home, the, the pillars as they call him, of AEW. And I don't know, it just, it's it feels like every time they, they seem to get going, they do something to, to to stop any any progress that they've made. And it's frustrating because I, I want them to be as good as they were uh, a couple years ago. And I, I, I don't know. But right now, for me, man, it's uh, WWE is where it's at, and uh, yeah, it's uh, that's that's the that's the stuff that obviously CM Punk helps. But even before, even if CM Punk didn't come back, even if he ended up going back to AEW or just flat out retiring from the business altogether, uh, it's very exciting to have CM Punk back. But I was into all the shit going on. I mean. Even Triple H said after, I don't know if it was after Survivor Series on one of the press conferences, just talking about like the depth of the roster. And it really is like, even if you go back to the 80s when they had, uh, you know, they had a ton of guys, but it was still like, you really kind of knew like, okay, I mean, Hulk Hogan's going to be the champion and maybe, eh, maybe it'll be Macho Man for a little bit. Maybe it'll be the Ultimate Warrior, but it's, it's those three guys. Nobody else is going to be champion. And, uh, so, so there was some predictability, but not a ton of predictability. And now you've got this Royal Rumble coming up and, uh, man, oh man, who knows? I don't know who is going to, I mean, CM Punk, I guess is in it. Seth Rollins are probably, well, Seth Rollins probably won't be in it because he'll be defending his title against somebody. I would, I would think, but you're probably going to have what Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, LA Knight. Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo, Sokoa, uh, my God, Drew McIntyre, uh, Gunther, who knows, Brock Lesnar could be in the role. Like, it's, I'm only, and I'm only listing a few people, Kevin Owens, uh, the Judgment Day people, like, there's, there's just, it's a really deep roster. Uh, my back. And uh, I'm, I haven't been this excited for a Royal Rumble. Like anybody, there's any of like at least half a dozen, if not more, people who could win this Royal Rumble, and I would say, yeah, that's a there's a good chance. Uh, maybe it'll be CM Punk. I mean, that's an interesting story, just in the sense, of, like, yeah, CM Punk. The last time he was in a Royal Rumble was 2014, and the next night he went to Raw. And got pissed off and then turned around and left. It didn't come back for almost a decade. And uh, so that would be kind of cool if it was CM Punk's first Royal Rumble in 10 years. And uh, 
and he wins the damn thing. That would be cool. If Cody Rhodes wins it again, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, and that's and that's kind of the the bummer about not having Cody Rhodes beat Roman last year is like I'm not as interested in seeing Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble and and win the title from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. They keep talking about like oh he's gonna finish the story, but I'm at the point where I'm just like eh. And uh, I don't know. They're talking about maybe Gunther versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Oh my god, that's that's a good that's so that's a hell of a match if that's what happens. That is going to be. I, I feel like those two could get in the ring and put on one of the great matches of all time. I just oh my god, that would be something. Uh, where does Drew McIntyre fit into all of it? I don't know. Uh, LA Knight, he's like the big, uh, you know, he's, he's, everybody loves LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, 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 I don't know. There's AJ Styles. Is he going to return at the, I don't know what his injury stuff is like. Not that I think he would win, but Randy Orton, I don't know. Is Randy Orton, uh, is he going to face Roman Reigns for the title at the Royal Rumble? And then, uh, or will he be in the Royal Rumble? I feel like, because I, I, I think that was the match they were going to have at SummerSlam 2022. And then Randy got injured and it was Brock Lesnar. And I think they had to call a quick audible and uh, get the get the checkbook out and call Brock. Be like, hey, buddy, we need you for another. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Roman versus Orton. So... I would think that you're gonna, if they don't have it at WrestleMania, they would have it at the Royal Rumble. That's the other thing, too. There's not anyone like, this must happen. It is the only way for this to work is if this wins the Royal Rumble and this guy goes to it. It could be anything. Like, you know, maybe Randy Orton wins the Royal Rumble and now he's tied Stone Cold Steve Austin with three Royal Rumbles uh, victories. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, could be Randy, could be Cody, could be LA Knight, could be uh, there's a there's there's quite a few people. And that's uh that's what makes it that, that's what makes it fun. Uh all right, I do have to let's see. Let me just check the phone one last time. Any calls? Any calls? No, no calls. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Good to see that we're moving fast to try and schedule doctors appointments. I I I I don't know. I just feel weird. I feel weird lately, and I'm trying to figure out, is it because I'm in a great deal of pain? Because sometimes that happens, you know? Like, if you feel crappy, you can get sort of, like, depressed. I don't know. Is it because I don't know what to get anybody for Christmas, and it's fucking ten days away? (laughs) Maybe that, that could be it. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. There's just too much, too much going on. Anyway, hey, that's okay though. It's all, all good fun, right? All part of the journey. (laughs) All right. I, I guess that's, I guess that's enough. Uh, I'll keep you posted. We'll see if I, if I make it to the doctor or not. Maybe, maybe not. 
I don't really want to because I don't have time, but I also need to make time. So we'll see what happens, though. If they don't call me back and schedule me, then I guess that's that's that. And I'll just crumple into a heap. All right, gang. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.